You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. All right, we are here on the podcast today, the Connect Church podcast. Anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find the Connect Church podcast if you are mentally capable of searching Connect Church podcast (laughs) into your Apple podcast app, Spotify, Google podcasts, wherever, SoundCloud, YouTube, you can find it. And if you're listening... Congratulations! You found it. Way to go. <laughs> We're here. We are here. We got Terry here. We got Andrew here. Terry is uh, still slowly recovering from his heart ablation. Oh, I'm a thousand times better, man. So. A thousand times better. Good. Well, that's good to hear. And uh, we know there was some uh, a lot of church members Sunday missed giving you hugs and kisses. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I don't think so. I don't think there was anybody. <laughs> well, we know there was a. We know there was one. We won't. We won't name names. Um, and it wasn't me, I'll tell you that. Or right Boleyn. Or, or Boleyn, that's right, that's right. But anyways, so we had a good service Sunday here at the church, and um, uh, the music was rocking. We did a new song. Keena nailed it out of the park. Nailed it out of the park? She hit it out of the park. It was really good. Yeah, hit it out of the park. <laughs> hit it out of the park, yeah. Uh, she did a great job, so that was awesome. Uh, but anyways, so how's it going, guys? What's going on today? It's going a lot better, man. I don't know why. Last week when we recorded this, uh, I just my brain was not working. Kids oh, we know. Don't do drugs. Um, <laughs> it's like my, it just my brain was not working. I didn't even have a good excuse, but I'm a lot better today. But um, I can already tell Terry's feeling his Wheaties. He's a thousand times better than last week. So Terry, how you feeling? Doing much better. Uh, I was actually Tanner would agree that I was more on my game with coming out of heart surgery than Andrew was. You know, I, just, absolutely. <laughs> So my favorite um, burning meme this week, I know we're not supposed to wait for this, but I just got to say this something okay, to get go. go. So yeah, is that Bobby Knight, you got to be old school like me, a basketball coach, and is my favorite one. And he's throwing the chair. It was the anniversary all those years ago. I threw a few chairs at Andrew when I was coaching him uh, back in the day. And Sam, yep. Her- poor Sam Harrington. I mean, really, anyway, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll just leave that off the air. But in, uh, it's throwing burning across the floor yeah. sitting in the chair. So it yeah. was See, legendary. Why can't I be so creative enough to come up with That's that? Brilliant. That is brilliant. That is brilliant. Oh, man. Oh, that was, Although I will awesome. say with Terry sitting down preaching, I kind of reminded me of Bernie. Like while he's preaching on Sunday, <laughs> yeah. he just needed some mittens. I just and- need some mittens. Yes. <laughs> we can make, I might have to work on some Photoshop there. That, that would be. Get you some. Get you some of that. You got to oh. sit there with your legs crossed. You know who he kind of reminds me of? Remember the Dunham guy, the ventriloquist, the Walter puppet? Jeff Dunham. Yes, Jeff Dunham. Yeah, the, the grouchy. Oh. That oh. meme yes. reminds me of Walter. He's got his legs crossed, you know, his hands you know, yeah. he did look kind of grouchy like yeah. Walter. <laughs> Walter. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So this is podcast episode 004, God Grows Our Faith. Uh, that was our sermon topic this week. And I got to be honest, I'm, uh, I'm not saying I'm unprepared. I've got my notes and everything here. But um, Sunday's sermon was just kind of a, an array of, 
of the whole thing because you had to split it up, and it was. I, mean, I know that had to be difficult for you. Yeah, it was. It was a little choppy. So yeah, uh, David. I had the best one. David, uh, a guy in our connect group, <laughs> he was. He said uh, he just took his pen and he's got the notes from the guest services desk. You know, mm-hmm. so we got the outline out there now, just in case folks are not aware of that picked it up on your way in. And he said, "I'm trying to follow the notes." And he said, "I just threw my pen down." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're with you, David. We're we're with you too. That was our connect group too. We just uh, we were like, well, let's just talk about what we can talk about but anyways uh so god grows our faith our are the the main uh scripture reference was hebrews eleven six, and i'll get andrew to read that here in just a minute um but tell us one of the most meaningful statements you may have made that you thought or one that you may have heard yeah i think that um you know one of the things that we want to you know, really zone in on at least, you know, as, as disorganized as the message was in a way, but it was cool. The Holy Spirit used it, I think, and, and um, and it was more of an illustrative message, storytelling, uh, especially mm-hmm. at the end about helping people with their dreams. But to get there is understanding the definition of faith. And we walk through the text of Hebrews eleven six. He's going to read in a second. And, you know, the, the text always save you if you're even halfway trying to preach. And uh, the definition that I uh, got from some of the Bible scholars combined them and, and it's just really good. Faith is confidence in God. Mm-hmm. And that, that's just, you know, we're all, everything about our culture today and society is, you know, we need our self-awareness and we need to, you know, find ourselves and self-confidence and they're writing all the books and all that. And what people are really missing is yourself will never satisfy you. You're never going to look good enough. You're never going to be athletic enough. You're never, you're, you know, even if you do everything right and you cut out donuts, you're still going to have heart surgery. You you're know, saying just, I'm not a good athlete? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm hearing. I don't think I've ever said you were a good athlete, but anyway. <laughs> of course, I've never seen your swimming trophy, but anyway. Hey, t- hey, and now, now we're not going to after last week's story. <laughs> I remember the first time I ever met Terry was at Teen Camp Georgia 2012, okay? Yeah. And there's always a camper counselor basketball game. And for some reason, I, he didn't know me. But he thought, I think that fat guy should be on the starting five. Be a point guard. I was. That's right. You yes. picked me to point. I was uh, surely benched really soon thereafter. <laughs> no, it was it was because nobody else on the uh, the counselors could dribble. They were uh, <laughs> so, so you you were actually the first guy that could actually dribble the ball and pass. And all yeah, I, no, 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 no. Don't even let him fool you. It had nothing to do with dribbling. He wants somebody that could get him the ball. Absolutely, right, so he, he could have his five minutes of glory. <laughs> the reason I picked Tanner is we had watched the pickup games throughout the week, and I said that guy can pass, and yeah. so that's yeah. all I needed. That's all I'm not sure not going to shoot. That's for dang sure. And we, um, of the 20 years that I was director of working with camp and and then helping out bringing our kids from Tupelo, we won 18 of those 20. I I think we did lose that game, though, that, that year. But it, was, it was Tanner's fault. <laughs> no, it was just one of those random years where the teens had just monsters down low. Yeah, it could have been. Probably maybe maybe Adam was Adam was there shooting so, lights yeah, out or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't let me guard him. I would have been a lockdown defender, but you wanted to guard him. So <laughs> you're actually you're surprisingly athletic. So yeah, I'll yeah, give yeah. you that press. So, yeah, and yeah, and so. to completely contradict what he just said, you know, it's that faith is confidence in God on the basketball court. No, it's not even a little <laughs> bit. Like he's full confidence in himself. But <laughs> but just to kind of piggyback off that to bring this rabbit that we chased um <laughs> that was that was kind of my the thing that stuck out to me the most and i mean i've i've given the definition of faith we know what faith is but it's just it's full confidence in god and i'd almost add one more thing to that is it's also reliance upon god mm-hmm. you know just like even what terry just said is it's 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 a full denial of self realizing we can't do this and that confidence in god also you just have to fully acknowledge you can't do this like there are things that happen in life no matter where you're at like 
there, there are just situations, things that arise that are completely outside of your control. But faith is knowing God's got this. God's got this no matter what's going on and stuff. That doesn't mean you're going to like the outcome. That doesn't mean it's not hard. That doesn't mean it's not going to suck. But God has this. He's got this. And so that faith is, um, as we, you know, Terry talked about Sunday, it, was, it gets tested in different ways, but it's, man, it's full confidence and full reliance upon him. Dr. George Guthrie, New Testament uh, Bible scholar on this passage in Hebrews, he says this, it is a firm conviction and you know, expanding on the faith and confidence in God. He says it is a firm conviction that what he says, speaking of God, is true, and what he promises he will do. And so that's that's sort of money. That's good. Andrew, go ahead and read uh, Hebrews 11, 6 for us real quick. Yeah, I've got it right here. It says, And without faith it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Okay, so when this verse says you cannot please God without faith, what the heck does that mean? Yeah. Yes, and the the right. No, that's the great thing that we're talking about this week is that it means that God invites us into a relationship with him. And, and first of all, we can't be saved on our own. And so we, we want to quantify that is that, you know, God invites us. He draws us. He calls us. And so, you know, that that is how we get here uh, is that nobody can find God on their own. Nobody can come to God on their own. So he, he extends the invitation. We believe John 3.16 teaches that all, you know, can be saved. And God is inviting all of us into relationship with him. But we also believe that the faith part comes in is that we have the privilege and the free will to accept. And so I think that that's what Hebrews eleven six is screaming at us. Um, you know, there's some theological debates on that, but I think it's simply saying, you know, that you cannot have a relationship with God until you believe that he is. And so that's where your faith comes in at. He invites you into him, but you have to choose that. We all know people who choose not to follow mm-hmm. God. And the reason they can't please God, Tanner, is because they do not put their faith in him. Yeah. And I mean, I know when you look at scripture as a whole too, you there's tons of stories where people took things into their own hands and like royally Absolutely. screwed it up. Um, and so I think, you know, what this verse is saying in Hebrews eleven six to piggyback off of Terry's sermon too, is it's not just positive thinking. It's not even just like wishful shot in the dark. Like when you say that faith is confidence in God and that you need faith in order to please him is that when we, and kind of going back to our four pillars of like what we believe here, like found on God's word, discipleship, all of this, but it's being spirit led and spirit led means that, you know, we're, we're fully relying upon him to show us what to do. We're fully relying upon him to open doors. We're fully relying upon him in every situation, in the delays, in the difficulties, in our dreams and everything. So without faith, I, you know, it is hard. It, it is impossible to please him because it's saying, I'm not going to take this into my own hands. I'm not going to try and fix this myself. God, I need you. You know, I need you to meet me where I am, and I need you to show me the way out of this situation. I need you to show yourself. Yeah, um, and it translates also. It translates also to um, not only having great faith, but um, a great love, as you just said. You know, Christ yeah. loves us. Right. Uh, we believe that in John three sixteen. I actually used that verse uh, Sunday in one of my songs. Um, but then it, it it also turns back the other way too, where we love Christ. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I love the quote you said, and, and ironically, I'm never in the sound booth during the sermon, but I had to go up there uh, this past Sunday. And when you read this quote on the screen, it says, uh, Dr. A.W. Tozer says, <laughs> sorry, a true Christian, and here's the quote, 
feels supreme love for one whom he has never seen, talks familiar familiarly. I can't even. I, st- I struggled with that word. You too. said, <laughs> yeah, you screwed that word up too, Sonny. Familiarly, is that how you say it? Familiarly, yeah, sure. It is a difficult know. word. Uh, anyways, he feels supreme love for one whom he has never seen, talks with every day to someone he cannot see, sees the invisible, hears the inaudible, and knows that which passeth knowledge. And it was cool to see when, um, uh, whenever you had you when you were reading that, um, how many phones went up for people to take a picture of that screen. That was really cool um, because, like you said, Christ loved us, but then in turn. We have the faith in him, and we should be loving him in the same way. Mm-hmm. And these are deep doctrinal truths. You know, A.W. Tozer has been around a long time for those of us in the preacher world, and he's, he's you know, went on to, to be in heaven and a long time ago. But, yeah, it's just a classic statement. And, and back to what you guys were talking about, I also made another statement in the sermon uh, this past week in helping define this whole thing about faith. Faith isn't a blind shot in the dark. It's not positive thinking. It's not arrogant presumptions or gullible naivete, but it is confidence in God. Yeah. All right. Now, now talk through this this point here. Uh, I think we've kind of covered the first point of uh, faith and knowing His Word and knowing Christ. But the second point was that God grows our faith, and I guess you're going to cover that more this coming Sunday, right? Right. Um, but the second way God grows our faith is God grows my faith through circumstances that test me. Yes. Um, and how we're being tested 24 hours a day. Today I was doing my hear journal, um, which you'll hear about more later on the staff meeting, by the way. Um, so here's a little preview. Is it, it from John? It's not from John. No. <laughs> um, in Second in Timothy, verse 14, he's talking about, um, he's uh, talking about, Paul is talking to Timothy here, and he's telling me, you, you know, I know whom I have believed is where we get the song. I know whom I have believed in, which I've committed my life to him. Um, but then he says to hold fast because things will come and try to take this from you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that I thought that was pretty neat how today's here journal correlates with this point. Yeah. God grows our faith through circumstances and being tested. Yeah, we're, we're going to unpack. Uh, so be here this Sunday because we're going to tell you about three ordinary people. And one of the things that, you know, I was sort of setting it up for is we think about, you know, so many times, especially for our listeners that aren't used to church and stuff of that nature. And, you know, we think, well, those are church people. Those have got to be like super Christians and all of that. But I love how in Hebrews chapter 11, it's not, you know, we do have some of those. You've got Abraham and Moses that even unchurched folks have heard of, you know, know a little bit about that. But the chapter's filled with people that were just ordinary people. You know, they were, you know, they were identifying with ordinary. You could put Tanner and Andrew, you know, as ordinary as it gets right there. And so you could, you know, (laughs) they were just people like you guys and all of us, and yet they had remarkable faith. So what does it take? It doesn't take special people. It takes a special God. And and the thing that comes out of that chapter is in this Sunday that we're going to, you know, really uh, hone in on is we're going to tell you about three of those ordinary people. One was a shepherd, uh, one was a uh, preacher and one was a builder. And we're going to unpack those three stories. And then we're going to tell about some of the stories of their testing that they went through. Ordinary people didn't always work out well, but God was faithful. I feel like I should sing the song Three Wooden Crosses this Sunday. Three wooden crosses, you know, yeah, the, no. the ordinary people <laughs> yeah, well, and well, the, the well, pastor. I got that. I, got that. Yeah. Anyways, I, 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 know what, <laughs> I know what it is. So. Andrew's like, no, no that's, I, that's I, a country I, song. <laughs> I know why it is. That's why I don't want you to sing <laughs> <laughs> we actually, uh, we we didn't know if we were going to be meeting this Sunday in our Connect group, so we kind of unpacked this. This is where we spent most of our time talking in our uh, Connect group this past Sunday, and 
Um, I just thought it was cool when we were discussing all of this that about these ordinary people that just had a relationship with Jesus and stuff and were growing um, in faith. And we think this is like for super Christians, it's not. Um, you know, God works through our delays, through our difficulties, through our dreams, all of these things that, um, you know, Terry's going to even probably more so speak to this coming Sunday and stuff. Um, but it, it was cool to just talk about where people were just how they were affected by these things and like how they've gone through some like junk in their lives and they've gone through some serious difficulties and stuff and how God has been faithful in the midst of all of this. And, um, you know, when I love the phrasing of the, what Terry said is that our faith is being tested 24 hours a day. Um, whether that be because your dream is not coming true like you thought it would, whether that be you're waiting on God to provide in a, in a season of delay, or you're just going through some crap in your life right now and a difficulty um, in your life, and your faith is being tested 24 hours a day. And another pastor out in California says it well, Bill Hole, he says, um, everybody's being discipled by something all the time. That's good. When you're when you're watching ESPN, you're being discipled by something whether you realize it or not. Yeah. I try not to watch ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whether you're watching Fox News or CNN or, you know, a, a sitcom, like literally everything we're consuming in some form or fashion is actually discipling us in some way. When you're listening to this podcast right now, you're being discipled in some way, you're hopefully. Being discipled. <laughs> <laughs> not like brainwashed, but <laughs> We have this actually mind control thing going on. No, um, you know, you're being discipled by everything all the time in some form or fashion. In the same way, Satan is creeping in to test your faith in all those moments. So when you're not in the word, when you're not in a relationship with Jesus, when you're not, you know, just trying to look for opportunities, being spirit led, all these things, whether you realize it or not, Satan is creeping in to attack your faith. He's constantly shooting arrows at you and stuff and trying to get you to fail. And yet you know, our faith is what keeps us standing firm in the midst of those times. Yeah, that's good. Terry, you want to give us kind of a final word yeah, as we wrap um, this up? You know, this Sunday we talked about, whoa, ding, uh, getting, <laughs> getting, getting close there, so I'll make it quick. Uh, we talked this Sunday about, you know, the church's dreams, and it was so awesome, and, and wow, what a, you know, unpacked. It was so encouraging to watch our church respond, and I've got so much great feedback from people about us adopting a church, you know, that we're going to be revitalizing another church, and, and our goal is, is to do five of those in the next five years, and, and that We've already got a contract signed with the church, and I'll be doing that, you know, launching that next month or this month. And did so, you know, fun fact, I didn't know this. You probably did, but uh, the church that you're talking about, Colton and Taylor went to when they yeah, lived in Jackson. Yeah, cool and that? well, right now I'm going to actually be uh, mentoring and talking with the lead pastor today there, and uh, we'll, we'll have our session of, you know, of me coaching him. And then I'm setting up uh, Colton and Taylor's. Uh, right now we're going to try to set up where they're going to go with us. And nice. so, yeah, I know, it's just so cool. And so, you know, who knows? Colton gets to be the worship <laughs> and uh he he'll love that <laughs> you know after you know i was trying to preach after the heart stuff so i was laying down in between services and colton came back and he had tears in his eyes and he was just like you know this is just so cool because that was a church i went to in college it's just so beyond well he had tears in his eyes because i gave him a tongue lashing on how bad he played on the keyboard oh no that's no, terrible that's <laughs> terrible I'm that's terrible I'm kidding. Yes. Uh, I'm colton's yeah he's to step it up no <laughs> Oh my gosh, he always brings his A game. So anyway, <laughs> but um, uh, this Sunday we're going to really talk and make it more personal about yeah. your dreams, and we're going to help you understand just like the the preacher and the and the builder and the shepherd about that their dreams had difficulties, and so how do you 
you know, what is God doing in our lives? And, and here's the key to, to help, you know, our listeners and reminders of our audience as well, those that will come Sunday. And we'd love for you to be here if you're not a part of our church, is that, that it's God stretching your faith. It's, it's the muscle memory, you know, it's that you're working out and you're doing that because God is wanting to get glory for him. It's not about you. Right. It's not about you being happy. It's about God, you putting all of your trust in and going, wow, I cannot control any flipping thing in my life, and I've just got to let it be for him. So we're going to help you, you know, understand biblically, you know, how God's, that confidence is in him. Yeah. If you have any questions or comments that you uh, may have come up with um, as you're listening to this podcast, feel free to send them into the Connect Church podcast mailbag. That is Tanner at triconnect.church, Tanner at triconnect.church. You can email me or you can email any other guys. It's just their name at triconnect.church, Terry and Andrew. Uh, Feel free to send in questions or comments. We love to hear your feedback. We've gotten some uh, good feedback this week. We're going to take a break right now, and we will come back. we got a loaded segment coming up. You're not going to want to miss it. Stay tuned, all right? Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. All right. Thank you, Brother Daniel Tucker, for that wonderful Connect Church promo. We do hope that you will uh, consider visiting if you are uh, not a member of this church. Uh, we do have services at 9 o'clock and 1030 on Sundays. We uh, look forward to your visit and come come check us out. Both services are the same. So Both just... services are the same. We don't, we don't play the worship wars with a contemporary <laughs> service and a traditional service. We don't do all that. We just uh, we love just, Jesus. Exactly. We love Jesus and it uh, twice uh, twice on Sunday. Twice on Sunday. That's it. <laughs> All right, guys. You know what time it is. It is time for the best and the worst of the weekend. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Which was it? This is the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. Best of the worst of the weekend. All right, Andrew, since you ducked out last week and did not go first, we're going to make you uh, go first, and we'll sit here until you come up with something, all right? <laughs> Andrew, wake up. We'll go, <laughs> we'll go around the table. Give us your best of the weekend, Andrew. Oh, man. I'm a little more uh, awake and coherent this week, so um, we actually had a I called it Guys Weekend. It was just on Saturday, though. I don't know why I call it Guys Weekend if it's just one day. But uh, we just had all the guys um, in our youth group up here at the church, and we had some um, youth leaders and stuff. And one of the things we did was called Tube Tug. It was amazing. I, I was up here studying, and it was cool to watch. Tube yes, it was Tug. Tube Tug. It's basically like these giant and inf- like inflated snow tubes that you just put in a pile, and we split them up into teams, and they like are on all four sides of a just a big. Uh, open 
like blade of grass or whatever and they run and they go and drag these tubes back to their side they have to carry it to their team's side and stuff and they're like worth different point values and some are the two some tubes are smaller and bigger man these guys like i saw a fire in some of these guys that i've <laughs> never seen before like some of these guys that come like they come into church and stuff and they're like don't talk to me like they'd rather be at home playing video games right now they were like i am going to kick you down like i know you like <laughs> We had one boy, I tell you what, he's he's a football player, he's a big dude and everything else. I mean, he would just run and, I mean, like, belly flop jump on top of the mm. tubes, and he's like, you're not moving these anywhere oh, wow. and stuff. So, if you, I wish I should have taken videos yeah, more of this. I got, I got pictures, but I didn't take videos. Otherwise, I'd just post them to Connect Church Facebook page, and I feel like we could have won $10,000 on a Mary's Was it outside? 20s. Yes, yeah, so it was outside. Maybe we got it on security camera somewhere. Oh, it, man. Possible, we, possible. We could have easily won $10,000 we'll on AFK. Here's the funniest thing about it. I think it's the same guy, but he was a Marvel football player, and he comes in, and he uh, and I'm in my office. You know, I'm dragging because I'm trying to you know get over the heart stuff and go preach the next day. And anyway, he comes in. I said, "Dude, are you okay?" And I won't give his name, but he just says, "Man, yeah." I said, "That was such a fun game." And he said, "Man, I was just like," I said, "That was like football, wasn't it?" He goes, "Yeah, but I forgot my that I didn't have a helmet on, and my head hurts." Oh man! Hey, <laughs> hey, yep. yep. All right, Terry, what, give us your best of the weekend. My best of the weekend was, um, and I'm, I hate it, I'm sorry, but it, it really was a spiritual moment, is our connect group was just off the, uh, is it off the hook or off the chain? Off the heezy. I don't know, whatever you want to Whatever you want to call it. Okay. Anyway, it was good. It was good. <laughs> it was good. And uh, we just had a, uh, we had a good, we had pizza, so that was good, but Papa John's. But anyway, uh, the, uh, just the, the, the comeback from Sunday uh, morning and the message that I felt like just totally flopped, you know, and I was so down because it was so choppy and we had to, you know, the deacons made me only preach 25 minutes, which is not which true. Which you didn't stand Which I didn't to, even come close to, yeah. You, you, you no. cannot imagine how rough it was trying to concentrate trade on that i've got deacons and their wives sitting on the front row on the left side like you know you need to shut it down mm -hmm. and then i've got belen and then bubba one of our other deacons was sitting on the right side my uh -huh. wife and they were just like you know she was giving me the kill it sign like you know and i did get white and you know it was a little dizzy and stuff like that but you had to finish man you got to finish strong and so it was just it was sort of scary but anyway sunday night just it was just a, <laughs> are you saying the deacons and your wife are scary Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so, I believe it. So yeah, I mean, Tanner had uh, David Mills's uh, Avenger and the Hulk, so that was yeah. awesome. So that yes. that made my day. But anyway, it was just a good, really uh, great time of sharing Sunday night. It, it wound up we just put, we didn't we put the questions down. We have for those of you who are not familiar, we on Sunday nights at our church we have what's called connect groups, small groups, and they discuss the sermon on Sunday morning, and we're building relationships, all everything we're about at our church. And man, it happened Sunday night. It was just amazing, and it was just spontaneous. And so we just let everybody share about their dreams and their difficulties and it just it just i needed it after having a struggle with the sermon sunday to hear folks that even god speaks to when you when you suck as a preacher so yeah. <laughs> Uh, just to be a little fact checker here, I know that's like the cool thing to do now. Oh, okay, you know, be okay. fact checker. Yeah. Um, so you were supposed to preach for twenty five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Well. And do you, I want y'all to guess how long it actually was because I've got your sermon on the podcast. Thirty eight. Thirty four. Thirty four. Okay, the podcast is 47 minutes and 55 seconds. That includes music. Oh, wait, wait. No, no, just that preaching? That's just your preaching. Oh, wow. Oh, my now, word. Granted, 30 <laughs> seconds of it is like church promo. Yeah, but wow. other than that, yeah. okay, 47 minutes wow, wow. long, over 20. And that was the half version. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the oh, I can't even imagine if we you We want people to come to church here. <laughs> 
All right, my best of the weekend. It actually hasn't happened yet, but it's it's I've been it's been building up. Tonight is my last D group okay, meeting with my yeah. D group. Um, yes, and they're excited about. And you're going to be doing another one. We'll but, be doing. Another, I'm yeah. taking a long hiatus, but no, uh, <laughs> they're excited about being done. I'm excited about. We're tired of each other, you yeah, know. Well. It all started. It started back in November. I can see people being tired of you. Yeah, definitely. It started in November of 2000 and. 19. Oh, wow. But both guys COVID. in my group had babies yeah. oh, okay. in, at the end of November and then December. So it was like, okay, well, we'll just take a quick break. And then COVID, yeah, we just, yeah. you know, we got, we honestly, we got lazy with it and it was my fault. But we but got you, back you on stayed track. with it. Yeah, stayed we got with back. It. We, okay. we held fast. Finished strong. We are finishing strong tonight. So that's my best. They're excited. I'm excited. And we'll be done with that. All right, Andrew, give us the worst of the weekend so mine was more of an almost worst um if you can believe it it was a modern day miracle we had like you know 20 something guys up here this weekend and stuff like all just junior high and high school guys and really nothing went horribly wrong except one of the junior high boys came up to me and he said all right because we played basketball like we played video games we did some we did tube tug we had we talked about what it means to be a man all the stuff was good and so one of the junior high Wait, boys what came do you up, know about being a man <laughs> <laughs> you need to go back and listen to it tanner oh, <laughs> oh, oh okay it's okay i showed a video of you should have brought in a guest speaker <laughs> i did i showed a video of joby martin from <laughs> There you go. I I just I just led a small group. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> um, small man. <laughs> we're not talking about that on here. Um, <laughs> but, and all of this, they uh, the the teenage guys that get they like to give me a lot of crap about my uh, my mustache and everything. Um, and so he said, "Look, if we play basketball and you your team loses, you have to shave your mustache." Mm. And so mm. I'm like, "All right, I'll take that bet." You know, and stuff. And so, honestly, my worst was more that something else happened to one of our volunteers. He's never going to help with teenagers again. Yeah. Is the other one of my other like adult volunteers? He was playing. Uh, me and him were team captains, and uh, he he like second play of the game. He rolls his ankle, and I mean, like his ankle by like you know two hours into this event is like massive, and everything. It was purple and everything. Like he like sp horribly sprained his ankle. So I actually ended up subbing for the other team. I played for both teams. And <laughs> stop it, Taylor. Don't even make that face. I literally played on both, like I, on the winning team and the losing team. And so, I mean, technically, I don't have to shave my mustache now. So it was an almost, almost low. But the good thing is, I get to grace you guys all with my mustache presence. Continuing. <laughs> I'm supposed to just sidestep this? Yeah. <laughs> you told me. Don't make a comment, Tanner. Don't make a comment. Terry, move on. Give us your worst, Terry. Give us your worst. My low of the week was that story. Yes. Oh, goodness. Look, I Why had a good week. Do? Why would you say that? How am I supposed to? Do you know me at all? <laughs> that This this was also my high of the week, enjoying trying to watch Tanner oh, not make a call. I'm so red-faced right now. Golly, help us all. All right, what was your worst, Terry? I didn't say I batted for both teams. <laughs> You're making it worse. I, I don't. It's, yeah, I, I don't. I don't even have anything to follow after that. Just, so um, I thought my heart surgery was bad, but that story just—I'd rather go back under the knife oh, and hear that again. So yeah. So uh, it was actually, you know, it was just recovering this week. So it was my lower part of the week. I hate being still, and so my wife's been unhappy with my movement as mm -hmm. far as just getting to get out and do stuff, and I'm supposed to stay in. But anyway, I'm, it's it's behind us, so I'm I'm ready to go and move forward. So. All right, my worst of the weekend. I actually have two real quick, and they're both sports-related. Okay. Um, so y'all just bear with me. Um, 
the Arkansas Razorbacks, which I'm still a fan of. By Did you the guys way. win? No, we lost. <laughs> Shut up. We did beat Ole Miss on Wednesday. We beat Ole Miss. You guys were up in that in game. You should have won that game Saturday. I know. We we just couldn't close out. But anyways, but this is why. Let me tell you why. Okay. And this has nothing, no bearing effect on the game, but I'm convinced this is why we lost. Um, the camera angle in that arena. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. I was My neck hurt watching this stupid basketball you game. You lost because you didn't score enough points. That's right. We lost because we didn't score enough points. You played um, to win the game, we, Tanner. I, well, hey, we had a last-second three-point shot, and it was just off the – It you know, was. If it goes it in, was. we win, We and we – you know, it didn't, so we lost. You look good losing. That's right. It was fine. It was out of conference, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but anyways, the cam- it's like they perched the camera on the high rafter above center court. It and was bad. I'll give you that. And I'm like, I can't – see what's going on this is so and i, I hate that angle, and i so. watched the stupid game the whole thing my like i said my head was turning my neck to see what was going on and it was you awful. know it was because of covid the announcers weren't even at the game and so they're yeah. like so they're doing all of that stuff because of covid you realize how bad a mood you would been in if they had put you guys against a texas team and you lost Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, well, we would normally beat the Texas team. So oh, okay. That's, well, that's I'll give you that. I'll give you <laughs> that. So, yeah. anyways my second worst real quick is um i saw this last night um the Lakers were at the Hawks. Okay. Did you see this story? I've only got a, a glimpse of that. I haven't read it yet. Okay. So, so yeah. there's this, you know, the fans are limited, and there's a husband and a wife sitting who paid uh, massive amounts of money for these tickets oh, to yeah. sit front row, court side, and they're being fans. They're heckling the opposing team, right? Oh, they're in Atlanta. That's so what this, that was about. This guy is heckling LeBron, okay? And he he can't handle it. It gets under his skin. I did. And then hear about the that. wife starts heckling LeBron. Okay. <laughs> yes. And wow. so that's when he has enough. And he goes and tells the refs, he's like, I want them out of here. Get them out of here. Stop it. They kick they them pay, out. They paid to be in there. Because LeBron couldn't handle it. What now don't get me a wrong. Diva. Don't get me wrong. These people were saying horribly uh, oh, awful they, things. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. still fans. Yes, I mean, they, yes. they they can say what they want to. Okay. Right, like, right. But and that woman on I saw that on Twitter, her talking about it and she sat, looks and just sounds like pure trash but nonetheless <laughs> yeah. she did she did not deserve to be kicked out yeah, of that game yeah. just because of what she was saying i mean yeah. that's, that's it hurt absurd. his feelings it hurt his little feelings oh my yes. gosh i remember going to games back in the day when bird and magic were playing and you know i would be there and i literally uh and i'd take the boys when they were little we, we lived in georgia at the time we would go to um uh, the Omni, the Omni back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so, and we would sit and we got some pretty decent seats and oh my goodness, the, the profanity and stuff. And, you know, we oh, were, yeah. we were church kids and I was super, you know, legalistic back then. And I was like, this is not a very righteous place, <laughs> right. but, but, but man, they put up with so much stuff, you know, and they just, you know, and of course Larry Bird would shoot right back and say right. a few things. And so right. it was, uh, it was awesome. And, he, and he's free to do that, but right. you can't kick him out of the game. Right. I mean, yeah, he, I agree. But he could have been Ron Artest and I mean, just went and hit the woman. So yeah. <laughs> at least yeah. they didn't do that. Yeah. 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 Charles Oakley. <laughs> All right. So this weekend is a big Super Bowl weekend. We've got yes, the Kansas City Brady. Chiefs and Go we've Brady. got um, mm. the Buccaneers. I almost said Patriots. We've got the Buccaneers. So get, you know, I, I don't, we don't bet or anything, but just to give you a reference, the, the line last I saw was Chiefs minus three, which means the Chiefs are three point favorites yeah so give us your we're going to write this down and we'll come back to it next week super bowl picks tell us your your score and pick of the game oh yeah i've got it um brady and the bucks uh they 
they are going to lose. You know, I'm a total, but I'm hoping they win. But they're going to lose 31 to 28 uh, to the Chiefs. It's going to be a great game, um, and you know, Mahomes is is going to do his thing. But uh, 31 28, uh, the Chiefs beat them, and uh, for Amy Weathersby, uh, Brady's still better than Breeze and, and Rogers. So. <laughs> there you go, Andrew. Give us your pick of the game. Um, I actually said. Close to similar. I said 35-28, uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs, definitely. Definitely. I don't know. I mean, I like – I have respect for Tom Brady. He's incredible. I just – I can't stand him. I really yeah. can't stand him. <laughs> well, so. I, I'm going to be the outlier here because until – it's kind of like the MJ thing. Until he loses, yeah. I'm going to – I'm not going to pick against him. I got no reason to pick I, against him. I respect him. that. I, I agree. So, I'm, I'm, I'm going against the spread a okay. little bit here, if you what will. What is the spread? The three points. Is it really? Yeah, Kansas wow. City by three. That that's the spread. I, I just I just pulled that out of the air. I'm, I know, I'm amazing. So you got to pick them, I guess. I don't know. I don't know anything about gambling, and I don't condone that. But anyways, but um, well, so well, Andrew I'm, already I'm, bet on stuff. What we just told the whole congregation that he was betting with his mustache. So yeah, you know, so. yeah. it's okay. It's with the youth. It doesn't count. That's true. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna go uh, Bucks twenty seven, Chiefs twenty four. I like that. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You be don't think it's gonna be here. higher scoring than that? No, well, between Mahomes and I, I think Brady, it, you don't think it will be? I, I, I actually don't. completely. That's one of your sports things I would support because the defenses are going to wind up surprising yeah. everybody because they yeah. both have good defensive teams. That's yes. right. That's so very I'm true. gonna go with that. So, uh, anyways, all right. Last segment of the day here, guys. Where to go in Tupelo? I'll start it out. Are you guys hearing I'm, a ding in your ear? Or is that yeah. just me? No, <laughs> you're hearing a ding. <laughs> You're hearing a ding. Um, all I'm, all I'm six go, listeners heard that too. Yeah, I'm going to go local and and give a shout out to my absolute favorite restaurant in Tupelo. Okay, do y'all know what it is? Los Toros. Los Toros <laughs> across the street <laughs> from the church. The street. I may go there this afternoon and uh, get me some taco salad. But I can't. I can't. Uh, not, I mean, because half the church goes over to the yeah. Los Toros. For Mexican us. restaurant in, in Connect Church. We right. were just like hand in glove. They are the reason we moved here. You know, the Holy it's Spirit true. and God yeah. and everything, sure. But <laughs> that, that was the, that was the third part of the Trinity decision for That's you. That's right. When I looked out the office window and there was the Mexican restaurant, you know. It had to be a sign. There it was. So my shout out is go to Los Toros, get you that fresh guacamole with your chips, water mm-hmm. with lemon. Oh, it's so good. Mm. Well, I don't know if the uh, the mole came out of the cave today or not, but the, what is not mole? The groundhog. Groundhog, yeah. <laughs> what's his name? What's his name? Punxsutawney? Yeah, uh, no, I don't know. no idea. Punxsutawney yeah. Phil in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I probably don't want to say that on the air. No, anyway. don't say that. <laughs> and, yeah, I, and I may not be saying it right either. And, and I'm sure it's not a mole. Is it a badger? What is it? A groundhog. Groundhog, groundhog yes. Groundhog. It's literally yeah. called Groundhog Day. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> There's a movie about it. I, do, I have watched the movie, so yeah, yeah Bill Murray. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so the rat, when he came out today, <laughs> is that it, it's uh, supposed to be six more months. Or, but spring is in the air. And so my shout-out is... Is now, it? It's like 40... Yeah, what? <laughs> it, but it goes with my thing, so I'm okay, just saying right, it. Ahead. So it's not really true. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> is uh, now's a good time of the year. Uh, things are slower to get ready for your mowing season. See, well, I'm building up to this and Thank take you. it to four seasons to get your lawnmower uh, ready and, oh, yeah. and fixed up. And I bought my see what I did there? Four seasons. That, I was, that was that a lead-in. It was, was good. good. Yeah. I mean, it's not true about spring. <laughs> but four seasons is great. <laughs> um, I was actually going to give a shout-out to uh, probably it, it, even before all of this, you know, uh, came about. It was my favorite barbecue place in Tupelo, but Chop. 
man, Chop yeah, uh, Clay, obviously, a it's a tough yeah. story, you know, with him having battling COVID. And, Good guy. Um, unfortunately, losing that battle to COVID. But, man, I got to give a shout-out to a lot of these local places. A couple weeks back, I think it was um, it was Blue Canoe, Steel's Dive, Pizza versus Tacos, Bishop's Barbecue. What Like, one of his technical business competitors, they all were saying, if you come and support Chop or you support yeah, one of our businesses, neat. we're going to give 100% of our proceeds towards, wow. you know, Clay's treatment and stuff. Yeah. And, man... Helping out um, his family. I, yeah. I hate it for Clay and his family. Remember them in prayer, but they have some stinking good barbecue. It's over yeah. on Veterans, um, just right up the road here from the church. And I love to see our community come together, small businesses Agreed. supporting one another Absolutely. despite COVID, despite issues. Great town. And go to Chop. It's great awesome. town, great community. Amen. Well, now I'm going to have to go to Chop for lunch. Let's yeah, do it, man. Let's do good. it. That sounds good. All right. Well, that is the Connect Church Podcast 004. Thank you for listening. Support the podcast. Rate it five stars or one star, whatever you want to do. We prefer five stars. But anyways, <laughs> we thank you for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Peace. Oh.